And hello and welcome everyone to the Comic Multiverse, where the worlds of nerd meet. It's a special Monday edition, everyone. We had a Mother's Day this week, which means I couldn't get to the movie until like the last minute to the latest possible showing. So that's that's why we're doing Monday and Matt was nice enough to uh, to go along with it. So thank you, Matt. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. <laughs> it gave me the chance to actually see the movie again because I by the time oh, by the time you saw it, it had been a week since I'd seen the film. That's right. With crazy Australian time, you get to see it, you know, way before us sometimes. Yes. <laughs> uh, Riv Wilson helping us out in the chat. I'm curious, in what multiverse uh, are Joel and Matt like? Would that be that Matt is Canadian and Joel <laughs> Australian? Yes, yeah. in the infinite multiverse. <laughs> yes, we switch. <laughs> Where all things are possible at all times. <laughs> that is what is we're, we're not evil, you know, we're not dead, you know, we just switch. We just switch uh, nationalities. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm fine with it. <laughs> could, could be worse. But yes, uh, obviously this is our big Multiverse of Madness episode. We're going to be talking about all of that. We're going to be talking about comic news for this week. And hell, you know, we'll even talk about uh, some of the new releases that are coming out this week. Yeah. But uh, before we do any of that, uh, how was your week, Matt? Yeah, not too, not too bad, not too bad. Um, uh, been pretty, pretty busy. Uh, I, I, we were talking about just before we were talking about Elden Ring and everything because mm -hmm. you've been playing through that and everything. I'm I, at the capital city. Yeah, yeah, the 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 evil capital city. That did you have trouble getting into the capital city because uh, of that yes. that that tree sentinel that uh, motherfucker. Well well, not even the tree set, though, because I rode up to what I thought was the door, but I guess it must be the side door because it's locked. And I'm like, <laughs> OK, I guess I can't get in here. I guess I got to ride back the other way. That's <laughs> that's where I left it off. I went to where I thought was the front door, but I guess it's not uh, the front door. Yeah, no, to get in, there's like there's like a side sort of thing that takes you onto the ramparts and it's guided mm -hmm. by a tree sentinel one of those guys oh. you, that's from the 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 the, the starting Beginning. area who fucking bodied you back then now yeah back, <laughs> yeah and you've got you've got to beat him to get oh. inside <laughs> oh goody well hey you know what it's like you know going back to your first girlfriend to be like hey you know but look how much i've learned since last time with that asshole. <laughs> i've respect into arcane i know spells now come at me <laughs> Hit you, hit you with my decaying breath. That's been my favorite uh, cheese move. It's to just do, a, just do immense scarlet rot damage to someone that just ticks them down over time. Wait, wait till you, you start getting your FP up a little bit, and then use the Sword of Night and Flames, uh, like the the blue beam it can do, because oh, nice. you, you, you're able to like hold it on. Oh, cool. so yeah, so I, if you I line it up it. perfectly, if you line it up perfectly, you can basically kill anything by just Amazing. holding it on it. <laughs> Yeah, I do have the Sword of Night and Flame, and I'm like, oh, the stats on this aren't great, and I don't, you know, have the stats to, like, run it. I'm sure there's a build attached to this that absolutely mm -hmm. wrecks, and now you're telling yes. me it does. Yes, yes. <laughs> well, that's good. Oh, yeah, the chat reminding us, too, it was a sad week in comic news as well, because we lost George Perez, finally. He had been battling cancer for a long time, and he finally passed away this week. Not not only him, but as uh end of last week we lost neil adams as well i know back to back that's but it always comes in threes my mother always says and i goddamn, i guess it's true yeah yeah that's a real shame but man the the bullpen in heaven must totally kick ass right now <laughs> and those books they're working exclusively for the afterlife are probably going to be really great <laughs> is all i can say you know he's not he's not really gone george perez he just went to the big titans tower in the sky yeah 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 
hell of a hell of a thing that but yeah the you know uh will be missed definitely dude had an amazing stellar career and you know mm -hmm. it's really a shame too that when he was gone we really saw how many people loved him from so many different stratas of entertainment everyone knew who he was everyone had a story about how awesome he was and how cool yeah. and inviting he was into the industry and yeah that's Absolutely. just great He's, he's remembered the way you hope you would be remembered, right? Yeah, absolutely. You hope you do a good enough job in this life that when you die, people only have nice things to say. Yeah. Because, you know, way too often someone dies and like, yeah, he was a dick and here's why. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so there you go. So R.I.P., man. Uh, I guess with that, we can hop over into the news. There's not much of it, and a lot of it is actually following up on stories from last week, if you can believe it. Yeah, yeah, it's good. <laughs> So, uh, free comic book day was this week. I know you didn't uh, get your hands on the books this week, Matt, and neither did I, actually, because I ended up not being able to get out. So if anything big happened, I don't know. Well, I managed to get Dark Crisis issue zero because it was up on uh, Comixology or oh, Amazon, shit, or whatever the fuck they call it now. Now, yeah. Yeah, it was, okay, it was up there for free. The so I managed to get hold of that, but I haven't read, like, the Marvel ones or anything. I was going to say, how important was Dark Crisis number zero? Uh, it's it's kind of like just sets up like what I guess one of the plot points is going to be in right. that book going forward. Like who is going to be the new Justice League? Right. Which, I mean, we already kind of know from the art and also because, hey, we've been reading DC Comics for the last year, two years, <laughs> and they've been doing a good job telling us, hey, it's the younger heroes we've been setting up. Yeah, yeah. It's basically everyone John Kent meant in his own book. Yep. Yeah, ev everyone from Future State. Yeah, all those people, which is funny. I remember some guy actually argued with us where it's like, mm, I think that's wishful thinking that all these crossovers the John Kent Superman book have had are just set up Dark Crisis in the new league. No, but it obviously is, though. <laughs> I, saw, I saw someone complaining, uh, uh, getting all upset that uh, Nightwing and Jonathan Kent, uh, like, they're there was, there was some art of like of an issue of dark crisis where they're like teaming up to date to take down a villain or something yeah they're doing that cool like christopher yeah Reeves, yeah you know pull the shirt yeah reveal the and logos, someone was complaining awesome. about like a 35 year old hanging out with a 17 year old i'm like well the batman hanging out with like nine-year-olds literally and... literally invented the kid's sidekick <laughs> genre let me let me tell you about most of the superhero world dummy <laughs> not not only that that nightwing had like a whole whole arc where it was set up that he was going to be superman's mentor yeah which is cool because nightwing obviously if you know your history comes from a kryptonian legend so isn't that a cool bit of circularness yeah I, uh, I saw one asshole who I banned right away from my Dark Crisis video. He's like, oh, yeah, they're dead now. Bring on the Rainbow League, I guess. I'm like, okay, so obviously you're being disparaging to gay people, so fuck you calling them Rainbow people. But also, have you not read a comic? Do you not see the Justice League? They've always been a rainbow, you asshole. <laughs> it's nice to know you're both ignorant and shitty at the same time. <laughs> you, you must be a big hit at parties, I tell you. <laughs> But yeah, so we got that to look forward to. Uh, yeah, but one of the bigger stories from Free Comic Book Day, the whole reason I kicked this off is we finally know what Spider-Man Dark Web is going to be. Yes, yes. It's going to feature the return of Chasm, Ben Riley in his new villainous form that I know we still weren't 100% sure how we felt about from the end of Spider-Man Beyond, but he is indeed coming back. Mm-hmm. 
They didn't forget about him. He's going to be headlining a whole new story, even if it isn't as in an in an antagonistic role. Mm -hmm. But he's also going to be teaming up with the Goblin Queen, Madeline Pryor. Kind of, kind of thought that 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 was going to happen. Like these new characters who we haven't really, we really haven't seen a lot of. Um, yeah. uh, we're going to come back together in some way. Also also too hey one's a clone of peter parker one's a clone of gene gray both mm -hmm. villains that's actually super clever yeah it's kind of cool it also means we get to see spider-man characters no doubt crossing over with x-men centric characters which has not happened in a long time seldom happens yeah seldom happens indeed so you know maybe maybe they could actually make this one kind of cool and kind of worth it and make some lemonade out of lemons there were rumors too apparently uh some art someone saw there apparently mary jane is actually going to be at the hellfire gala but no one knows who she's a guest of yet oh okay yeah and I, I know uh mark brooks was doing like some art some just yes, like some just like fan art of like what would these really characters wear art. yeah oh it was excellent but apparently she might actually be there. Okay, cool. Is what people are saying. But yes, if you haven't seen Mark Brooks' uh, Hellfire Gala fan art, everyone go check it out. It's great. He did one for Moon Knight. He did Mary Jane and Venom. Uh, he did some really good ones. Yeah, he did a Medusa one. Yeah, the Medusa one was good. I, I love fancy formal Venom with like 80 shoulder pads. It's pretty cool. Like he's still a gross monster, <laughs> but he's fancy monster now. <laughs> it's a really good like it looks even better too because it was fancy venom with fancy mary jane and it's like oh isn't that nice mary jane took dylan to the party and they let him in because they don't know he's 16 <laughs> i venom can i come in yeah sure ha they didn't card me fuck yeah <laughs> this is great <laughs> i'm like a weird messed up shazam but just like the first part of shazam where i buy beer and cigarettes <laughs> and just that for eternity <laughs> just that for eternity while my dad's lost in time <laughs> i mean that's basically what he's doing in the venom book now he's hanging out in like a biker bar because like a hell's angel took him in mm -hmm. and let him clean up and i'm like oh i love this you know hard-edged wayward youth dylan yeah yeah <laughs> it's good stuff i'm all about it uh so yeah that's that's what dark web is everyone now here's my question because we're crossing over the worlds of X-Men and Spider-Man, does that mean Goblin Queen will meet Queen Goblin? Because that was a storyline they left unresolved. Maybe. Because, I mean, really, if you don't have these two characters with very similar names meet each other, what the hell are you even doing? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm sure we're going to get, like, Kafka come back at some point. Uh, again, she, again, she's, like, another one of those characters that has to... that's, like, left over from that stuff, yeah. along with, like, Ben Riley's chasm that uh needs to come back also assumedly too if they ever want to make norman osborne a bad guy again mm -hmm. i'm i mean they could also just bring him back and have have her be his foil for because obviously yeah. he's going to be in that in that new run he's going to be like uh funding spider-man or something supposedly or, yeah yeah it'll be kind of cool to have him have a villain as well in that story yeah be like oh you are literally my sins made manifest yeah yeah uh, Eric Santi helping us out again right away. My favorite thing about Mark Brooks' design is that he studied drag fashion for inspiration. I didn't know that, but that makes all the sense in the world. Yeah, it's all so over the top and and just very uh, bright colored and everything. It's great. It's it's RuPaul as hell, and I'm all about it. <laughs> uh, so there's your one big free comic book day. Technically two big free comic book day stories. Matt read his. I didn't get to read mine. Oops. <laughs> 
then again, I always complain every year when I do cover these books. It's like, hey, these are more promotion materials than they are actual stories. They're not really about beginnings, middles, and ends. It's more like here's a little vertical slice taste to get you excited for what we're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty much. So again, it's not like I feel like, oh, I missed a life-changing story. It's more just like, okay, is there anything here I actually need to know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, uh, all right, moving on from there, we got another follow-up from a story we covered last week. We talked about Frank Miller Presents, which is the brand-new comic company coming to us courtesy of Frank Miller, and also Dan DiDio, who, you know, awoke from his Odin sleep (laughs) just in time for Ragnarok. And uh, this was their new project they're doing. They're uh, working uh, on their new company, and it was officially announced this week that their company has signed an exclusive deal with Diamond Distributors. So they're a real big boy company now, joining with Diamond, a company that, wait, didn't the big two abandon them already? They're not really a big boy company anymore. (laughs) No, I'm just like, okay, Dan, I know you've been out of the loop for a little bit, but didn't you notice all the other companies left, you know, when the pandemic happened, when, you know, freaking Diamond did very little to protect the interests of these companies and their creators? That's probably how he was able to get to deal with them. Probably, yeah, because he probably knows all the people who run it for yeah. years of being the top dog editor-in-chief. Yeah, hey, you guys need comic books and companies to be with you, so we'll be with yeah. you. He and, probably and got NFTs a... and shit. And... Yeah, he probably got a good deal, and I'm so glad you mentioned the NFT thing, Matt, because we riddled that out last week when I read the article. Apparently all the capital for this company because obviously frank miller and dan didio didn't start the company with you know the money they found in their pockets they needed investors came from an nft company and what happened this week with nft mats oh they fucking tanked they tanked they had like a black monday level tanking where like the entire economy got brought down 90 percent, and a lot of people are assuming that this might actually thank god finally be the death nail in this no not only that i think it got it got to the point where um one of the companies or something that's like like one of the big ones behind it all ended up doing like like a kind of bailout sort of thing to keep mm. to keep the ponzi scheme oh, going jesus <laughs> yeah yeah so it's, it's it's insane again what a what a great time to be funded <laughs> by an (laughs) nft company when the whole nft freaking you know economy tanks huge it's great it was gonna happen eventually and i I, but it's just it's insane to think of like how quick it happened though though in saying that i kind of thought it was gonna happen sooner same same i'm shocked that it stuck around as well long as it did yeah but yeah man if you're didio and you're miller you're probably sweating bullets right now knowing your money man <laughs> is gonna be asking you for change and a ride to the block in a minute <laughs> yeah hey guys remember how i was sponsoring your company uh well my money's all gone now my my, my apes escaped <laughs> that's what they need to call it don't call it a crash of nx nfts call it the big ape escape yeah the ape escape of 2022 <laughs> the big ape uh, extinction yeah someone in the future is going to see that and be like oh well this is some big zoo catastrophe or something he's like nah but but a bunch of jpegs got deleted or something i don't know (laughs) why why in the latter half of 2022 was you know everyone talking about apes what was all about the apes (laughs) what was going on i don't know man But yeah, so there's some wonderfully stupid news. Again, I wonder, is the company going to even be a thing? I'm really expecting them to go radio silent for the next six months and then just be like, what comic company? We weren't making a comic company. Yeah, what are you talking about? You're making things up. (laughs) 
That's silly. That's just silly. <laughs> but you know what isn't silly, Matt? What's real and is very much going to be happening? What's that? A brand new six-issue Asriel miniseries courtesy of Dan Waters. Yeah, yeah. So we're getting Dan Waters, the guy who does quite a bit of, like, horror. Oh, really? I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, he's, he, he's done... Uh, he did that, um... That Arkham series. That, I don't oh, know whether it's yeah, still yeah, going yeah. or not. Yeah, the Black Label one. The, yeah. the creepy, scary one. Yeah, and he's done, like, a bunch of, like, I think, uh, India or Marvel, I think, at least, um... Very stuff that, like airs on the side of like horror or like thriller right huh well apparently this story that he's doing this like you know six issues is actually a sequel continuation to an asriel story that he wrote for uh that anthology batman book urban legends that i know you and i aren't reading but we always check back in every so often because apparently they're they're using it as a test ground as a test kitchen to spin stuff out and apparently people really really uh found themselves drawn to this version of asriel so that's going to be a thing cool i mean they've tried a lot of things with asriel they made him like a space yeah they made him like a space god at one point and Mm -hmm. uh all this other stuff and they did all that really cool shit with him in uh white knight where he was like a uh a uh, vietnam vet or something yeah yeah where he was like a messed up vietnam vet with cancer yeah there's there's definitely stuff to like about asriel it's a good time to be an asriel fan and yeah i'll I'll probably check out this mini yeah it's a mini so yeah can't really go wrong with it no, you really can't. Apparently, the synopsis says is that, you know, uh, John Paul Valley is in hiding again at a monastery because isn't he always like nine times out of ten? He's at a fucking monastery. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when he's met by a young woman who claims that she is, you know, also under the sway of uh, the network. Is it the network or is it the system, the thing that controlled his brain when he worked for St. Dumas? I can't remember. But either way, you know, I, I got this in my brain, too, and so he's got to help her. And I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Wouldn't it be a funny twist if she's just crazy? <laughs> ah, shit. Well, I guess I got to help you then. <laughs> she's just, yeah, she's just like a, uh, a super fan. A super yeah. fan who takes it to the next level. <laughs> yeah, really. Uh, Eric Sandy helping us out again. Have DC ever done a story where Artemis, Wonder Woman, Cyborg, Superman, and Azrael Batman are the Trinity? Huh. Yeah, I guess the idea being, you know, all the all the people who came later into those, uh, what is it, into those famous uh, shoes there. No, I don't think they ever have, but no. that would be interesting. Yeah, that would be kind of cool. That's a that's a Justice League of America pitch right there. Yeah, I like that a lot. the The second stringer Justice League, the forgotten Justice League. Yeah. Huh. That's a good pitch, actually. You could you could probably make something out of that, actually. That could be like that. Whoa. What was that thing in that round robin that Justice League redacted or something or whatever it was? Yeah, the Forgotten League. League lost. Yeah. What book ended up winning that? Uh, Or is it still going? I think it was... uh, Yeah, it was down to Suicide Squad Dark and uh, that Superboy book. Oh, okay. Again, I saw a little art from both, so I don't actually know which one won. Was it hacked again? I maybe yeah maybe that's why we haven't heard to make some robin book that wasn't even on the card win or something win yeah i said it before and i'll say it again but you know making it be a round robin tournament and how salty many of the fans became makes me not want to review any of the books no matter what one nope yeah tell me about it uh well eric santi not only is urban legend still going a new issue comes out this week (laughs) yeah i can't believe that book's still going 
it's going strong apparently i mean i guess if you're fans of you know secondary batman characters who aren't batman it's the only place you can read them yeah and I, again as you said they're using it as like a test ground yeah because so much stuff in that book like like that new uh batman beyond book spins out of that yes it does so apparently yeah i guess it's doing its job yeah so yeah there you go uh what else was happening this week uh in the world of comics i i think that might have been it i think that might have been everything that i think so it week. was kind of like a uh, small week yeah yes it was a very small week i was trying to think i'm like no they didn't announce any new movies or tv shows i mean i guess i guess we got another kenobi trailer but that looks more like kenobi yep yeah that's, that's yeah. kenobi looks cool yeah looks cool i'm excited for it i'll check it out that comes out fairly soon yes uh like two weeks on yeah the, it's on again. the 27th right yes because disney plus has gotten very good at having very few buffers in between releases yeah i i actually uh, read someone say that too on twitter where they're like man you know i wish disney marvel would stop doing that you know ending one of their tv shows in this case moon Knight, and then launching a, a new movie the next week and i'm like yeah it's a terrible idea isn't it to make sure that their viewers continue to be hungry and continue to be like man i really liked that show i wish there was another one. Oh, but there's a new movie coming out i'll go see that yeah it's it's done very on purpose Yes, and then by the time that's done, it's only two weeks until there's another show. Again, it's almost like they want to keep you on the hook. It's almost like they're using casino tactics to make yeah. sure they keep you at all times. Yeah, we're under a month until Miss Marvel. Uh-huh. Yes, I know we are, yeah. Which, actually, I guess that was a minor thing. Uh, Kevin Feige opened up about the fact that her powers aren't the same and that she's not going to be in picketing. Yeah, well, whatever. Yeah, it's disappointing. I would have liked to go the other way, but, you know, I'll give the show a fair shake all the I same. Mean, they, I mean, he, he could just be saying that just to keep it as a surprise. I That's mean, true. It's like, because Feige lies all the time. And not only that, like, we, again, we don't know, like, uh, what exactly the, the story is going to, to be and everything. And yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, as we've been saying, like, maybe this, uh, the bracelets she gets is, like, a thing that, like, activates her in human gene or something yeah you know? so, i mean hey uh when we talk about multiverse of madness <laughs> uh stretching powers and uh in humans are very interestingly back in vogue at the moment how about that <laughs> but uh yeah Kali frederick uh helping us out again is john going to be running the league from the start like i said last week i was kind of hoping dick would take the reins like bruce uh once he said what i mean i don't know i haven't read the book yet I don't think he would be because he's made it very clear throughout his uh, solo book that he doesn't want to get involved in the league. Yeah, he's a junior member. And the, and and we already know that Dark Crisis is going to be centering around Nightwing. Yeah, which is very cool in and of itself. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, I guess with that out of the way, uh, we can talk about uh, the main event, what we've come here to talk about. Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. Yes. Uh, is out. We've seen it. You've seen it twice, apparently, which I guess takes to mean you enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, I really liked it. I'm, I'm surprisingly one of the few people who apparently did. Yeah, I'm blown away by that, too. This ended up being maybe the most divisive Marvel movie in a very long time, and I'm genuinely shocked that it was as divisive as it was. It's divisive for the most, like, perplexing reasons. <laughs> very much so. Again... I don't want to be too negative and I don't want to pull out the flag of, Hey, media literacy again, mm -hmm. but it feels like a lot of people missed some very obvious themes willfully miss some very obvious themes. And then also like miss some actual, like 
ep- episodes of one division specifically the part where she's fucking using the dark hold <laughs> yes yes that that's definitely a thing too i mean i guess we'll start from the very beginning it's a doctor strange sequel though really it's funny it's doctor strange 2 but it's really more like doctor strange 4 or 5 because he was such a major fixture in no way home yep. and like a major fixture in thor and like <laughs> everything else they're like this this is his first sequel in a long time but honestly we have had so much time with doctor strange to get to know him yeah and it it's kind of cool because of that because we can kind of hit the ground running quite quite literally oh yeah oh god yeah this movie wastes absolutely zero time just boom we're in an action scene i thought my movie theater screwed up and put the wrong reel in i'm like wait no this is clearly from later in the movie what are you talking about what kind of movie starts with this oh because sam raimi knows where it's like look are you seeing a marvel movie you've seen the other 25 look you you know how these things fucking go i can just drop you right into an action scene exactly yeah and indeed he does with ponytail doctor strange from like 2016 yeah it's like i think this one was called defender strange because he had the costume that he wore when he was part of the defenders i like that i like that a lot actually and the fact that they keep making fun of his ponytail (laughs) (laughs) oh geez i had a ponytail can't trust this guy uh we get introduced to america chavez who is basically our john connor for what is essentially a multiverse hopping uh terminator story Mm -hmm. yep something's hunting her gotta protect the golden child the golden child because she has the power to slide between multiverses much like she does in the comics yeah and i like that they made her power look like it is in the comics where yes when she punches her way through a multiverse it creates like the star love it love it to death really cool it's funny because america chavez was originally actually supposed to be in no way home and she was supposed to do the portal mm-hmm. thing for the final battle so again they kind of moved stuff around and i'm like huh fun we could have met her before but we're meeting her right now in media res yeah well it's because uh dr strange was meant to come out before it was but, like covid it? fucked everything up indeed it did but it does lead to a funny scene when they're eating pizza later and it's like what do you know about the multiverse a eh, fair amount yeah (laughs) a fair amount we had a whole spider-man movie about it broke all sorts of records so i'm sure if you're watching this you saw that (laughs) just just the level of fucking self-awareness in this (laughs) is amazing it's funny too rejoining steven's story so many years later because like i fully admit you know doctor strange was one of my least favorite marvel movies and it's certainly the one i've revisited the least mm-hmm. so when he's going to the wedding and he's all torn up about christine i'm like oh yeah that's right that that was your problem wasn't it that was the thing you were still held up upon i forgot about that not only that but since that first film like a lot of shits happened indeed it has like yeah. thanos and five-year gap and blip and everything and yeah and i like that that's also part of his story there where he where when he's at the uh in, at that wedding and he meets with that doctor friend of his from the first one and he, that he that's like the first time he's kind of realized that oh there was actual like like stakes human loss. and human loss uh, like what i did <laughs> Because I have been sitting in my ivory tower that is the Sanctum Sanctorum. I don't get out in the world enough, nor have I, and I do not see the human cost of my actions. In fact, hey, they bring back a very great piece of dialogue from No Way Home when he's talking about, you know, uh, because Ponytail Strange gets corrupted, and he's like, oh, maybe I should steal the universe hopping powers for myself to keep them safe. And he says, in the grand calculus of the universe. Yep. You and your life doesn't yeah your life doesn't really matter and again very important that scene and very important the scene of the doctor giving him shit 
because one of the big ongoing themes in this movie that I feel a lot of people have missed is the idea that heroes let other heroes off way too easily for their bullshit. Yep. And there's a big problem with that, that they let each other off too easily. And a lot of this, I, I mean, basically Steven's big journey and character arc, if there's any arc at all, is this idea that he needs to let off the reins is the thing. He needs to be okay with losing control. Mm -hmm. He needs to, you know, like uh, not be such a control freak, which again, hey, fits in his character. And again, with the first movie and being a doctor and being a bit of an mm -hmm. egomaniac and everything. Yeah, being very arrogant, has to do everything yeah. himself and everything. Yeah. Again, he needs to learn to let go and also needs to learn about the human cost of his actions and indeed superhero actions in general. Yep. So he becomes the de facto uh, protector of America Chavez, who, you know, is being chased across the multiverse by demons. And they figure, oh, you know, these demons, they're not just magical. Oh, they, this is rune magic. This is witchcraft. If only we knew a witch we could talk to. Yes. And shockingly, we do. Let's uh, let's go talk to her. Let's go see where Scarlet Witch is. Yeah, and she's uh, being a hermit in like a apple orchard after having Somewhere, after yeah. having dreams about her non-existent children. Yes, again, what a what a great way to get a new mechanic out of this universe and the multiverse very quick. Where they're like, hey, have you ever had a weird dream? Well, guess what? That's not a weird dream. That's a life you live in an alternate universe. Yeah, I like the line later on where it's like, you ever had that dream of, of like where you're falling? Well, that's chances yeah. are that's like your one of your multiversal counterparts being killed. <laughs> wow, again, fucking dark, <laughs> fucking heavy, and very fucking Raimi, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Again, this this is a Raimi movie through and through. Like, so many of his directorial flourishes are just all over mm -hmm. this thing. Um, to, to a uh, kind of shocking degree, since I I figured that we'd be getting kind of like, you know, the sterile Marvel, mm -hmm. you know, tick the boxes on all these things. And then you know, every, do a couple things. Yeah, do we'll a couple. Yeah, but this is like fully a, a Raimi film. Oh, yeah, we get his crazy-ass frenetic angles. We get jump scares in a Marvel movie. Yeah, yeah we get the cool uh, Evil Dead, um, uh, like, uh, zombie attacks where it's, like, from the yes. POV of, like, the zombies attacking, like, Wanda oh, and yeah. Doctor Strange. And... Oh, those undead spirits might as well have been fucking Deadites. Oh, they, they pretty much, they sound exactly like Deadites. They sound exactly like Deadites. Bruce Campbell, duh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Papa Pizza always gets paid. Yep, the Oldsmobile. <laughs> yes, exactly. The Oldsmobile. I kept looking for that. I'm like, where's the Oldsmobile? Where's the Oldsmobile? There's the Oldsmobile. Because <laughs> you knew it had to be there. Uh, friggin' Christine gets a goddamn ash groovy moment where she takes the pot thing from the first movie and uses it to kill some of them, and it's literally like the shotgun scene. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. It's really goddamn cool. One of my favorite moments in the movie. And also, too, you know, it's a Raimi movie because uh, he beats the fuck out of these actors. Yeah, yeah. Drenches them in blood and dirt and water and goo and just like, man, friggin' <laughs> Scarlet Witch walks through half of this movie looking like she was an extra in Drag Me to Hell. Looking like she's a zombie. <laughs> yeah, literally. It, it is a horror movie. It is Terminator and she is the friggin you know schwarzenegger part because yes hey surprise of surprise and i am amazed that they were actually able to keep this secret scarlet witch is the bad guy in the movie mm -hmm. full stop mm -hmm. which i cannot believe when so much else got leaked from this movie that they were able to keep that bit of secret yeah yeah it's quite quite uh interesting how they managed Master to do that 
masterful trailer <clears throat> editing too, giving us not one but two evil-looking Doctor Stranges and having us all jump to the conclusion that yes. it must have been the evil Doctor Strange from What If? Yeah, the Strange Supreme. Yeah. Yeah, great, great job in that editing. Again, there's so little that can surprise us in these anymore, especially because you and I have to keep our nose to the news and have to always be looking at stuff. It's rare that one of these can shock us. Yes. That genuinely shocked me. It did, yeah, yeah. It, it was, it was cool, and it was a great reveal. And again, it it continued off the path Wanda was taking at the end of WandaVision, which, again, I don't think a lot of people saw that like post credit stuff with like the dark hold and like like the stuff mm -hmm. in those final episodes of WandaVision where she was told about the Darkhold and what it can yeah. do. And then we, f we see her at the end of that show using the Darkhold to try and make her kids real again. Yeah. And this is a continuation of that. Yeah, exactly. A lot of people miss that. A lot of people miss the whole, oh yeah, the evil corrupting nature of this Satan, but it's the goddamn Necronomicon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From the man who gave us the Necronomicon. Yeah. They, they're even sure to name drop later, uh, what is it, uh, Cthon, the Marvel mm -hmm. Cthulhu? Yeah, because we go to Wondagore. Oh my god, that blew my fucking mind. I'm like, oh my god, they worked at Wondagore. Yeah, I yeah. knew about all the other stuff, but I didn't know about Wondagore. <laughs> and all the people in the theater are like, why is that man so excited for that mountain? Because <laughs> it's fucking cool. <laughs> it's a thing I know. <laughs> And yeah, and like a cool thing where it's like, yeah, you know, Wondagore Mountain, where the ancient runes of the Darkhold were first written and translated into a book. I'm like, oh, that's cool. And there's a big portrait of Scarlet Witch there because Cthon had always planned to use her, much like in the comics. Yes, yes. Which again, I feel flew over a lot of people's heads where it's like, yeah, but in the comics, they're actually like uniquely tied Scarlet Witch and Cthon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they have a really big relationship. <laughs> Yeah, the movie doesn't dwell on it, but all you need to know, it's like, it's Cthulhu Satan. Yep. Who is the source of all chaos magic. And yeah, of course, Wanda is acting erratically. Chaos magic, dude. Mm -hmm. Chaos. It's in yeah. the fucking name. Yeah, yeah. And they tell us uh, quite a few times that, you know, you use this book, it exacts a toll. It, you know, we, we see what happens when Doctor Strange, or well, when a Doctor Strange uses it. We see and, multiple Doctor yeah. Stranges use it and how it fucks them up. Yep. Again, it's like the one ring of power. Yeah. And again, the fact that people don't see that. So many people are so quick to say like, oh, this completely ruins her uh, arc from WandaVision. No, it's a very organic continuation yeah. of it. She learned torturing a whole town to get what I want is bad. I'm going to kill one teen to get what I want. Yeah. And in the grand calculus of the universe, <laughs> I am using your own logic, Doctor Strange, against you. It really shouldn't matter because you would have killed that girl if you thought it would get you what you wanted. Oh, you were fine killing all those villains in Spider-Man because you thought they didn't matter. I'm just acting like you. Again, it's the scene from the trailer. You do it and you're called a hero. I do it and I'm called a monster. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Again, I'm just, I am you, but a couple moves ahead from now. <laughs> and again, the fact that people can't see that, that this movie is an indictment of how superheroes treat each other and let each other off the hook way too easily. And don't uh, don't check in on each other yeah. either. Like, Strange knows the Westview incident happened, didn't bother to look in on I, her. I, uh, yeah, I was going to say that. Well, like, none of the Avengers did, se no. seemingly. Seemingly, none of them reached out and went, hey, we saw what happened over at Westview. You, Might okay? need, you want some help <laughs> yeah you want some help you okay you know you're reading you know the fucking necronomicon that's corrupting <laughs> your mind and everything now nah, you cool and again 
that's not a mistake. That's very much intentional because we yeah. see this idea of superheroes letting each other off the hook taken to its nth degree when we go to the Illuminati universe where they yes. have taken that idea to its deadliest extreme. Yes, o Earth 838. Yeah, we, we saved the world, but we had to kill one of our own. But in the grand calculus of the universe, we created this beautiful utopia that we rule from behind the scenes as the Illuminati. But it's fine, right? Yeah, we use this strange debt. Like, no one knows this strange was corrupted or anything. And we, we made it out like he was a hero. And that that caused uh, unity with everyone because he, he saved everyone. And we were able to use that death and that... that uh, him being evil for something good yeah we lied we cheated but it's all fine in the end right we're heroes our ends always justify the means right yes and again subtle theme that i feel a lot of people <laughs> did not pick up on <laughs> that again everything you say is a bug is not a bug is very much a feature yes yes Again, that's what it was all about. Man, M Mordo was fun in this movie, too, because, like, what was it, like, eight years ago now? They're like, oh, yeah, Mordo will be the villain for Doctor Strange, too. And he kind of is and kind of isn't. And, and, the, and the best thing about it is the, the Mordo isn't the MCU Mordo. It's it's the Illuminati Mordo. It's yeah. the multiversal Mordo. It's great, too, because, like, you almost want to believe him. Like, yeah, in this world, we're friends. In this world, it worked out. Nah, I screwed you over anyway. I, I like that Steven, like, uh, like, always knew that was going to happen. Like, he still just didn't trust him, despite him, you know, welcoming yep. him in open arms to the sanctum and everything. Because the Steven of that world dying got Mordo what he wanted, which is to become the Sorcerer Supreme. Surely he can't have everything he wants and still be a dick, right? <laughs> Apparently, yes. Which also leads to probably one of the best goddamn hand-to-hand -hand fight scenes since, like, Winter Soldier. I was not expecting Doctor Strange and Mordo to have a super cool fight. I like it that there was in close quarters and you had, like, Very. Strange, like, jumping up the wall. It kind of reminded me of that fight of, uh, in No Way Home between Peter and mm. Goblin. How they're, like, fighting Very. in that hallway. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, yep, I think I see why your universe's Mordo hates you. <laughs> And oh man, I mean, I guess we'll have to talk about it eventually, but while we're talking about Illuminati, all the cameos you wanted, you basically got. No, no, everyone wanted more cameos, and that's why the oh, movie sucks. Uh, naturally, look, hey, I got all the cameos I wanted. Yeah, people wanted the, the they, were, they spread that rumor that Tom Cruise was in the film as the superior Iron yes, Man. I remember and that. Deadpool was in the film, and the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man was going to show up, and none of that was ever going to happen. No, but you still got a pretty great smattering all the same. Hey, here's Black Bolt, but he's actually cool. Oh, man, fuck. As a Black Bolt fan, that was so fucking cool. So good, so great. Also, hey, he's the one who executes Doctor Strange. Yeah, and his powers look cool. His powers look great. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, it looks so good. Yeah, again, him doing all the sign language and doing a lot of really good facial acting and <laughs> looking sad and everything when the moment calls for it. It was great. That actor, Anson Mount, had a good week because his uh, new Star Trek show debuted this the same day Doctor oh, Strange yeah, came right. out as well. How is that new Star Trek show? I saw a clip and I'm like, it, wait, this actually looks pretty good. It's fucking good. It's it fucking it like old good. school Star Trek. It does. It looks. It, it was the scene where they're like in the kitchen making food and I'm mm -hmm. like, oh yeah, I guess they don't have replicators yet. Yeah. Yeah, I, f I feel like I want to watch this. As, like, a very casual Star Trek fan, can I watch this? Yeah, it's basically like, uh, what if they picked up the Cage pilot, you know, from the 1960s and just continued? Right, because it's about Pike, not Kirk. Yes. 
Interesting. Okay, I might have to check that out. Apparently Orville comes back in early June. Oh, fuck. You keep saying that it's going to come back and then it'll get delayed somewhere. I, I think someone is very much uh, trying to jam McFarlane up, but that's not one way or the other. <laughs> Kali Frederick loved Wong in this movie. Yeah, man, fucking Wong has grown by leaps and bounds, hasn't he? He's the Sorcerer Supreme now. He's the Sorcerer Supreme. He's good at his job mm -hmm. and actually has a really good, like, you know, long run in the movie. Like, him and Wanda almost become, like, a weird buddy cop thing when they gotta go to Wondagore Mountain. Yeah, I, I kind of like that he was... He was kind of her prisoner, but also her partner as well. Because, like, he, he knows, like... Yeah, he was trying to help her get... Not really what she wants, but, like, kind of show... I guess show her what happens when you do this sort of stuff and how uh, bad it can be the error of your ways yeah he also stated the other big theme of the movie which is you know in an uh, in an endless you know multiverse where anything can happen anywhere all at once you know maybe your own pain you should be able to put in the background a little bit know that your children are loved somewhere in the multiverse and maybe yeah. try and make this life you're living the best version because again I, I feel like that's a recurring theme in a lot of the multiverse stories we're getting now where it's like if you think that your life is infinite in a multiverse it'll drive you crazy from the existential dread of it all yeah. m maybe because of that you're too busy comparing yourself to other universes and the person you could be mm -hmm. when you should be trying to make the you you are and this universe the best possible the, version the best possible one in the, the whole multiverse yeah where Wanda, you know, as the villain, goes the complete opposite way, where it's like, no, well, if it's an infinite universe, I should always be able to get what I want, yeah. no matter what. It doesn't matter, right? Because, you know, if I kill you here or if I die there, it doesn't matter, you know, in the infinite universe, which is funny because we always see, like, the heroes come to that idea, but it's interesting to see the villainous twist on that. And again, bringing it back to what Strange said in the grand calculus of the multiverse. Yes. <laughs> I should be able to do whatever I want. <laughs> You know, because I have these powers and no one can stop me. Yeah. Uh, Kali Frederick Krasinski killed it as Reed was sad at his death. Yeah, it's, everyone wanted Krasinski as Reed and you finally got it. I don't know if they should build a whole franchise around him, though, though. I th I pr he's probably going to be the... Uh, probably. The the main one. I mean, you don't just cast him just for that little no. bit. Or, or maybe you do. <laughs> and they want his wife, which seems to be the big thing. Yeah, well, I think fans want his wife just because they're, like, married because that means yeah. they can be a good Fantastic Four, I guess. I guess. I'll freely admit, I've not watched near as much of his work as everyone else does. He's, he's pretty good in this. He's, 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 yeah. He seems like Reed Richards, you know? Yeah, yeah. he's smart. He's, you know, uh, affluent. He gets a good scene there, uh, you know, trying to talk to uh, Wanda parent to parent, which I quite enjoyed. I like that they mention his children, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, don't don't piss off his children. One's like the smartest woman in the world, and the other one's a literal god. The the other one, which would would actually like. I wonder, I wonder if there is like somewhere out there like a, a universe where like the Fantastic Four came out before this film, and like uh, instead of America Chavez, uh, Wanda goes after Franklin Richards because he can create universes mm. and be like, you you create me a universe where my children are living beings, and I'll go there. Again, that feels like a really good sequel hook, doesn't it? It does, yeah. Because, like, here's the thing. For everyone who's pissing and moaning about Wanda, like, oh, they ruined her character. Oh, this movie hates women, which it really doesn't. The strongest arcs in this movie were all women. America's arc, Christine's arc of becoming a fully realized character. Someone told that to me today, and I couldn't believe it. This movie hates women. No, it doesn't. It's literally all about women. <laughs> the, the, the main character, Doctor Strange, 
isn't really the main character of this film. No, <laughs> no, not at all. Again, I, I don't know how you could think that, but all right, you're entitled to your opinion. But yeah, that would be a great sequel hook, because here's the thing. She went from being a background character in the movies, or being like a secondary Avenger, mm -hmm. actually technically a villain in the first one, to a secondary Avenger, to being the star of a TV show, to being the villain in this. Mark my words, the next time we see Wanda, it will be in a fully-fledged Scarlet Witch movie. Yeah, I imagine like a, a movie or like a series or something. Yeah, so something like that. Because I, that's what I see the trajectory here being like, yes, you want to see her redeemed, right? You like her, mm -hmm. and I bet you're willing to pay the cost of a ticket <laughs> to go see her big redemption movie when we come out with Scarlet Witch. Yeah, yeah. I I, I know I will. I'll definitely see it. it it's yeah. definitely an intriguing arc they've been doing for her. And again, like as you said, she's a villain. People need to also remember that when she and Quicksilver showed up at the comics and Hawkeye, they yes. were all villains. For a long time, yeah. they were bad guys. And, and, and even throughout the throughout the years, Wanda has been a villain. Yes, Wanda has backslid all the time, which yeah. makes me think a lot of the people making these complaints, I couldn't even get mad because I'm like, oh, oh, you adorable movie fans. Oh, you're so cute. It's your first time, huh, seeing Wanda Maximoff, you know, uh, waffle back and forth on morality. <laughs> Call me in 20 years when, you've been, when she's been doing it nonstop. Yeah, yeah, this isn't the first time. <laughs> I mean, Christ, even just recently, Trial of Magneto, yeah. I summoned monsters, oh no. Yeah, yeah, and just before that, ah, I'm bringing Genosha back to life as zombies, and... Yes, I, yeah. I, I, I faked my own death with my father, maybe, so I could be a mutant again, but nah, but I did, just, <laughs> welcome to every Wanda story, everyone. Yep. This is why this is actually the most accurate. Again, are you confused and a little upset about reading a new or seeing a new Scarlet Witch story? Welcome to every comic fan. <laughs> yeah, as Cosmic Rejects is saying, too, you know, they just made a woman one of the most compelling villains yeah. in their universe. That's a little messed up that, you know, oh, what, a woman can't be a compelling, interesting, occasionally sympathetic villain? And, on, and like... In, in the MCU, you can kind of count on one hand all of the female villains. Like, you got Hella, Hella and Scarlet Hella. Witch, and <laughs> yep. that's it. I, I guess maybe... Uh, I guess you could maybe call uh, Black Widow's mother a villain. Uh, maybe uh, not, I don't know. I mean, she kind of tried to redeem herself by yeah. the end, which Wanda does. Ooh, uh, Madam Mask from the Peggy Carter show. Yep, yep. yep. But again, no one remembers that. No one no. watched season two of Peggy Carter. <laughs> Only we did. <laughs> that being said, Peggy Carter gets a pretty fucking big payoff here, doesn't she? Yeah, it's pretty cool seeing Captain Carter. Hey, look at me in the suit. I love her title, The First Avenger, Peggy Carter. Nice. <laughs> That's great. She's got the shield. She does her version of I could do this all day. Yeah, and then gets cut in half. <laughs> gets fucking cut in half. Uh, oh, Monica Rambeau is fun here, too, as this universe is Captain Marvel. I'm like, oh, yeah, because she was introduced in the WandaVision show, and now she's the last one standing against Wanda in this show where she becomes Captain Marvel, which she was in the comics at one point anyway. Well, the Rambo, the Rambo in WandaVision was her daughter. Right, that's right. This is the other one. This is the, yeah, this is... Uh... Lashana Lynch, the uh, uh, Carol's friend from the first film, who That's I guess cool. I guess in this universe like switched places with Carol and became I guess yeah. and became Captain Marvel. Either way, it's cool. Cosmic Rejects is Nebula a villain? Arguably, she's a villain for like most of Guardians One. Yeah, but then really, you know, kind of turns it around in two and everything else. Mm -hmm. Oh, Sh Shang Chi's sister. Okay, there's a good one. But again, is she a villain? 
uh, she wasn't for most of that movie, and only at the end she's like, all right, I'm taking over now. And I'm like, well, for good or for evil, they're playing sinister music, but I don't know. <laughs> sinister rap music, yeah. Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll put an asterisk on that one. Villain <laughs> question mark? I don't know. We'll, we'll see what she does next. <laughs> we'll see where that one goes. But, uh, yeah, that's great. Uh, we get to see them. Yeah, what Wanda just totally tearing through the Illuminati, where it's like, hey, everyone, here's all these great cameos. Now they're fucking dead. And it's kind of, it, it's kind of fitting that she would tear through them just because, like, like you and me both know the Illuminati and they're they're incredibly mm. arrogant people. They're filled yes. with the most arrogant people in the Marvel Universe. Absolutely. Uh, so, of course, they're going to, yeah, which... Whatever. We're strong enough. We can do this. We have Professor Xavier. He can deal with it. Man, can we talk about that? Maybe my favorite entrance in the whole movie. Yellow cartoon wheelchair, green cartoon suit, a couple bars of na 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 Ah, I jumped out of my chair. I love it. And then he gets his head ripped off. <laughs> and then he gets his fucking head ripped off. Though, admittedly, he goes out in a total Professor X fashion yeah. where he's like, let's roll the dice on this Doctor Strange. I make crazy declarations all the time. I trusted Wolverine when no one would let me. I'm only doing this because it's a redhead. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I get weak around redheads. Everyone knows that. Now now I'm going to try and put a brain whammy on her. And I'm like, oh, what an amazing X-Men moment here. Professor X putting a brain whammy on Scarlet Witch. <laughs> Love uh, lo love her little dimension in there where she was keeping that universe's uh, Wanda, which is the bombed out apartment. I'm like, oh, it's this is cool. cool. I'm I'm trapping you in your worst memory because it's my worst memory yeah, too. The bombed out apartment with like the TV there still playing all like the old like shows and everything. Yes. Oh man, speaking about TVs, uh, there's two TV gags in this that I love so much and I feel it's going to go over the heads of most people who aren't animation historians. When we see Wanda and her two kids watching cartoons in the background in the alternate universe, uh, it's Oswald the Lucky Rabbit on TV, not Mickey mm -hmm. Mouse. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Oswald, for those of you who don't know, uh, Oswald the Lucky Rabbit was Walt Disney's original cartoon creation that he had taken away from him, so he had to make Mickey Mouse as a backup. I love the idea that in this universe, <laughs> Oswald is more popular than Mickey and or <laughs> Disney didn't lose the rights to it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, the other animation gag is at the end of the movie, Snow White is on television, and it's the scene where Snow White is running through the haunted forest, because, oh, hey, who's the villain in that movie? Oh, an evil witch with a poison apple. What what was Scarlet Witch doing when she was hiding? Growing apples, you say? How about that? <laughs> Again, man, freaking Raimi loves witch stories, doesn't he? And, like, putting witchy shit and stuff. <laughs> it's great, isn't it? Yeah, Kali Frederick was hoping to see a mind battle with other Wanda. Yeah, surprised they didn't pull that out, though they actually end up probably surprising you and going the other way where good Wanda doesn't have to do anything because, like, Scarlet Witch Wanda already feels, like, shitty enough about herself and what she's done. Yeah, she's able to defeat her without actually, like, fighting Hitting her. Him. Again, say what you want about Doctor Strange, but two movies in a row, they've had the best, most creative finales, haven't they? Yeah, they've been pretty good that completely bucked any and all trends and they're like now we're doing something totally different here yeah and I, I like as well that strange really wasn't part of the like the big 
battle like that confrontation he between Mondo. Yeah. Yeah, no, but I I like that like most of his most of him in that was just like he's just in that like decaying corpse of Defender Strange. <laughs> Which, man, what a fucking great setup and payoff for that, right? We bury the corpse in Acts one, Act 1 to call it back in Act 3. <laughs> I like how they called it back because it's exactly the same as um, uh, Rami, uh, what he does in his his film Darkman, where, where like he yes. zooms in on the eyes and all you can see is like the eyes <sighs> in the shadow, uh, they light up and everything, and it's great. And I turn the souls of the dead into my cape, and I'm like, this oh, is so, so fucking metal. So cool, so fucking cool this is awesome is that a figure can i buy zombie strange with demon cape because i will <laughs> i will give you american dollars but yeah what you were saying strange finishes his arc and that is i need to learn to let go i can't win this battle for america because she had the power to win it in herself all <laughs> along she knew what to do and hey i helped her finish her sidekick arc and so she was able to ultimately save the day i helped but I finished my arc by learning I need to stop being a control freak and I need to learn to let go. Yeah, and again, it's it's a great, like, it's the, the culmination of his arc over, like, like Endgame and No Way Home mm. and now this film. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Again, I feel like a lot of people miss that, too, where it's like, no, see, his whole thing was about learning to let go, leave the past where it is, and stop wondering what if. Which that bit there where he fixes the watch, which has been kind of like his major totem, major recurring thing. And then he puts it away at the end because, you know, what? I'm not going to be like Wanda. I'm not going to drive myself crazy wondering about the mm -hmm. life I could have had, the choices I should have made, and how my life could have been different because I have seen it. Yeah, and I, I like that how he fixes the watch. He doesn't use magic or anything. He just like with fixes it like hands. just with his bare hands and everything which again is like another really cool thing because he could never use his hands and watchmaking is a very fine yes. uh art like very small pieces and everything and he was able to do that and you know his hands are kind of all fucked up so yeah. it's kind of cool that he was able to do that coming coming full circle in a big way yeah i was i was all about that i like that one a whole lot uh, what else was there? Again, I feel like we talked about the big things. Uh, what, what about just like the smaller things uh, that you enjoyed? Just you know, something you thought about. I, I just liked how much of it was like a horror film, and yes. how and how how much how much of the film uh, Wanda was you know Michael Myers or Jason Very Voorhees, much so. especially in that scene after the Illuminati where she's tracking them through like that bunker. Oh, she literally chased them through a hallway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That bunker, it, it, and she's all like fucked up and everything it's a monster movie she's the monster and yeah. that's super cool she craw cr crawls out of that gong like uh the the samara from the witch like uh, from, from the hell. ring yeah yeah and like drag me to hell which was also a movie about an evil witch how about that yeah uh eric santi so it's dark phoenix for wanda she has to regain control and stop herself basically yeah yeah except good yeah, uh, well, I, I think he's talking about the comic Dark Phoenix, but yes, Wanda <laughs> basically has her own Dark Phoenix saga in this. Yeah. And ultimately, again, too, you know, she she also has a full arc, too. She realizes what's wrong, and she destroys the Darkhold across the multiverse and brings down Wondagore Mountain so no one else can be tempted the same way she is. I, ha I have to wonder if they're going to, like, do anything with that, because surely destroying the Darkhold across all the multiverse will have had some sort of effect, you know, like a sort of balance? You would think so, yeah. You know how so, there's, yeah. like, the Book of Vashanti and then the Darkhold? Uh, like, there was, like, a balance? 
Well, you know what I think it is? I think that's what's going to bring in Cathan finally. Be like, yeah, you know, the book was binding me, you see, and now that it's gone, I can finally enter this world. Yeah, well, and, and as well, like, one thing they keep mentioning throughout the f film, and something that got me really excited, because they're obviously setting this up for, like, their big event, and they start mentioning incursions. They get yes, Reed oh Richards and everything to start mentioning incursions. Jumped out of my chair. I'm like, oh my god, are they really bringing in Hickman ideas right now? Yes, they are. <laughs> they certainly are. Where it's like, yes, you know, if two realities are too close together, one or both can ultimately be destroyed. We already, you know, did some horrible shit to stop that from happening, and it could happen in your world too. And in fact, hey, that's the post credit. Fucking Clea. Hey, one of the other big Doctor Strange characters we haven't seen yet shows up and says, hey, you need to help stop the incursions. Now, whether that's going to be Doctor Strange 3 or Avengers 4, who knows? Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, because, like, if it follows that, like, he will, he will have been stopping incursions. Again, like how they did in, like, the comics leading up yeah. to Secret Wars, where, where, like, Black Panther and, like, the, the Avengers, I think the Illuminati as well, were, like, secretly yes, trying were. to stop these incursions from happening. They were. I guess it makes sense, too, if you want to tell more Doctor Strange solo stories. It's like, hey, what what were the best couple Doctor Strange stories of the last decades? Well, it actually happened in Hickman's Avengers, actually, <laughs> where he was a major central character. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, King Claude reminds me. The musical note battle, it comes out of nowhere, and yet it's amazing. The, yeah, using the, the actual score of the film as, like, a weapon. Oh, that was wow. kind of cool. Yeah, wow, we, we were on a great roll there, and something just totally came in and fucked us. Yeah, it shut Skype, it shut Streamlabs, wow. shut everything down. Again, the dangers and troubles of making a show everyone i promise though in an alternate universe though in our own multiverse of madness we stayed on for the whole time <laughs> we went a show without without yeah. fucking up <laughs> without a technical difficulty yes you see uh, in the grand uh, calculus of the universe sometimes shows need to die and this was one of them yeah. for the greater good you see <laughs> Uh, what were we even talking about there? We were on such... Oh, yeah, incursions. Yeah, fuck me. They're doing incursions. Holy shit. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're on our way to Secret Wars. Yeah, unbelievable. Because it's so funny. I know I've had conversations with other people before where it's like, yeah, they might do Secret Wars, but they're not going to be doing the Hickman Secret Wars. They're going to be doing the original toy selling Secret Wars. Honestly, at this point, it seems like they might do both. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I'm glad they're going uh, for the, the Hickman uh, Secret Wars because that was just so cool. Like, with it's the incursions also, and everything, it was all cool. Like we said, it's also a good direction for Doctor Strange, because he was such a major focal point in that story. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Again, Hickman clearly loved him and loved exploring his character. Yeah. It's crazy, too, to when we think, because, you know, obviously when the MCU started, the main goal was always Avengers. We're going to get there, all roads lead to Avengers, then all roads lead to Endgame, etc., etc. Now it's funny, because it seems like in this new age, it's almost like, choose your next big event that's going to bring everything together, because we got the final host that they set up in Eternals, yep. and now we have Incursions, and it's like, well, shit, either of those feel like they could be Avengers-level threats. Yeah, again, they can kind of go any direction they want and i guess and i guess like maybe that was like the idea where it's basically we'll set up a bunch of these things see which ones like people like like the most and then we'll do and that. we'll do them and then maybe like a little later on we'll do like something with like the ones we didn't use 
Yeah, because it's like, and if God forbid people don't like it, you know, I think it is. I, I think they're setting themselves up to, like I said, this could be Doctor Strange 3. That could be the plot of that. Unless yeah. people really like it and really respond to it, then maybe it'll be Avengers 4. Yeah. Or, you know, maybe people don't want the final host. So, you know, maybe we'll double down on this. You know, we got lots of places we could potentially go. Yeah. <clears throat> As the chat is saying, too, saying, hey, not just Secret Wars, but Battle World. Yeah, we need to go to Battle World first. Agreed. We need all the characters, the good guys and the bad guys from across the franchise on equal ends on their own base, and they need to fight each other. <laughs> I agree. It needs to be a big tournament arc. Yeah. Also, if they do Battle World, they need to sell toys, and they need to have retro box art like the original <laughs> Battle World toys. <laughs> oh, you know they're going to do that. Oh, of course. Of course. Again, it's a license to print money, damn it. Of course, it. yeah, yeah. And we still got, like, the stuff with, like, uh, uh, Black Suit Spider-Man symbiote, like, coming yeah. into this universe and everything. So, like, that's, like, a whole other thing was, like, well, well do the, the actual, like, the Clintars actually exist out in mm -hmm. the universe? Are they here? Is Null here? Yeah. Uh, Elaine seems to be building her own team of Dark Avengers as well. Yep. To say nothing of all the young heroes that all these new movies have gone out of their way to set up. Mm -hmm. Whether that be Young Avengers that eventually builds to or some version of the Champions, who knows? Yeah. And that's before we even get freaking, uh, you know, an X-Men or a Fantastic Four. Yeah, and we still got Thor in like a couple months and whatever that film was going to be building towards. Probably more yeah. of this stuff, maybe. I imagine so. Uh, Kali helping us out. Loved Charlize Theron as Clea. Yeah, me too. She has a short amount of time, but yeah, she's good casting. Yeah, yeah, I like hope it. She and, yeah, hope she and Steve are already together come next movie. Also, <laughs> do you guys think we could get uh, bats in the next movie? Oh, the ghost dog? Yeah, the ghost I mean, yeah, beagle. <laughs> yeah, who, who doesn't want a highly marketable ghost dog? Who doesn't want the next great plush creature to be a ghost dog? The next Grogu, yeah. Yeah, the next Grogu baby yeah. bats yeah. i love oh, it oh i i i completely forgot yeah uh disney plus they're doing the goddamn secret invasion on there oh, as well yeah. yeah we got that we're building up to but yeah which they're making it sound like it might just be a samuel l jackson show but i doubt yeah. it'll just be a samuel l jackson show again they could tie that into the incursions like scrolls yeah. from another universe or something came Ooh. over yeah. potentially uh, Eric Santi helping us out one more time there. Would love to see a Scarlet Witch movie where she teams up with Victoria Montesi, a.k.a. Marvel's first lesbian, a.k.a. daughter of Kathon from the 90s. Oh, wow, that's a deep cut, but also totally a good pitch. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, you, uh, you need to help me defeat my father. Yeah. Uh, I also I am Scarlet Witch, and I also have complicated feelings about my father. <laughs> Or at least I did in another universe. Now I don't know. Yeah, now my father's just some guy. Some guy, maybe. Now, now, apparently, again, was this just a rumor, but apparently they did want to get Magneto in here, but couldn't at the last second? I have no idea. It, I, I think it's it. one of those things where it's like, it was one of the the millions of cameos that people said was going to be in the film, True. you know? Again, I'm sure I can only imagine at some point they probably had a list of like, here's people who we can get, here's people we want, and maybe Ian McKellen was busy, and they're like, oh, go get Patrick Stewart instead. Yeah, yeah, he, he he's not doing much, you know. Yeah, we'll we'll get him to roll on up for a cameo. <laughs> Still, though, in the back of my mind, wouldn't it be something to have Ian McKellen? Oh, you remind me of my daughter. <laughs> because that's just all fans want. They just want him to say that you remind me of my daughter, and then yeah. move on. Yeah, well, he never. He, in in those in those uh, those films, it was 
like they were really fast and loose i think it's because because sure because like scar which was in this in the mcu yes. and like yeah because like like quicksilver was his son but scarlet which wasn't yes and they built a whole movie around yeah. freaking quicksilver and i'm gonna tell him i'm his son and then he just didn't yeah for no reason whatsoever for no fucking reason. god those later x-men movies are <laughs> really annoying aren't they <laughs> that's okay though because we can just get all the good parts and all the fans want now because of the multiverse <laughs> when hugh jackman decides that you know he needs retirement money when he decides that he you know needs to add another uh, room to his house yeah yeah that, but 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 that, that's why i'm glad the film didn't have as many cameos as all these people want because Same. as as others have pointed out I, I they it's cool when like when the doctor strange has done like uh like multiverses and other dimensions in the comics it's always been focused on like oh this is a universe where like gravity is that of the suns mm -hmm. or like like really weird shit uh, and all that it's not like oh this is the the universe that deadpool is in and this is the yeah. universe that the x-men movies are in you know which what is what people wanted yeah which is also i don't don't think why they like they didn't like the whole multiverse traveling thing because it wasn't that it was weird also, shit. Very. Also, too, it's like, you know, the cameos are cool, but not what the movie was about. No. Again, it was it a was multiverse a fun... of madness, and we saw that. Yes, it was a fun bone to throw the fans, and indeed they did. Yeah. Also, hey, Strange seemingly changed now due to his own interaction with the Darkhold. He can now open his third eye. Yeah, he's got a weird third eye now. Yeah, that's a hell of a thing that they're going to have to continue <laughs> to build, I guess. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's also a good way to bring back scarlet witch and bring back any of the dark hold stuff if they want to be like yeah how do i get rid of this yeah yeah it's really uncomfortable hey may, maybe clear and her father dormammu might be able to help yeah how about that yeah yeah wouldn't that be something yeah i'd, I'd be down for that lots of places they could go with it yeah again if you do a scarlet witch movie too as i'm certain they will maybe they'll reintegrate white vision wherever he ran off to do you reckon they will because like he had know. no real connection to wanda like like he was like basically like a reset yeah because he doesn't know anything now yeah yeah so like i have to feel like the next time we see him he's probably going to be in um maybe armor wars because mm, that's all about like for. tony stark's tech falling into the wrong hands and he's oh. technically tony stark tech technically yeah that could be something yeah uh Kali helping us out again i'd love to see secret wars that starts with jackman old man logan appearing in the middle of new york <laughs> that would be fun <laughs> hey i'm officially old enough to be old man logan now <laughs> i don't need makeup yeah i don't need makeup at all i'm just really old hugh jackman <laughs> 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 that's fun uh so yeah we talked about incursions we talked about future sequels we talked about how much we enjoyed this one uh the uh very subtle arcs and themes that i think a lot of people are ignoring a lot of people are ignoring them which is a shame because as we've said time and time again it seems that people are always yelling where it's like oh these marvel movies are too simplistic you know they need to change the formula they need to do something different well, here they actually gave you a pretty subtle, pretty layered and complex movie, and a lot of you seem to not like it. No, what the the, the it kind of dawned on me that like, oh, people aren't getting this is like when I, I saw Red Letter Media's review of it, and they they threw out the whole thing was like, oh, I wish it had more humor and jokes, and I'm like, what the fuck, are you you spend like the rest of your Marvel movie reviews talking about how yes. they don't need any of that. What the fuck's going on here? Yeah, so, so literally, it's everyone. 
So yeah. literally, this is a brain worm that is in everyone, I guess. And not only that, people are like complaining that the movie is too dark for PG thirteen, and like, That's how, how did Marvel pay them off to get? And like, have you seen PG thirteen films? Jaws is PG thirteen. Yeah. Raiders yeah, of the Lost seen... Ark with melting fucking Nazi faces is PG thirteen. Again, this is a total throwback to you know. 80s horror movies and yeah and shit that was pg-13 yeah i mean the only thing that i even found even kind of shocking was when you know dark doctor strange gets impaled by a fence because i'm like yeah. that's realistic yeah but again it's just like it's one moment that's like well that was it yeah there wasn't any like blood or anything so it's a like, no. cool you know it's just like a realistic injury like oh yeah. fuck, that's gotta hurt <laughs> yeah yeah that's gotta hurt uh yeah i mean besides that i'm like yeah this feels like an old-timey you know like spook house halloween movie is what yeah. it feels like yeah it, yeah it was great yeah sam Raimi's there on on full display and yeah I, I don't understand all these people like as you said like the movie changes everything like what a marvel movie usually is and it's like what people have been asking for over and over and over again i and they still hate it <laughs> i i guess this is proof that you know uh what is it what people have thought and what like psychologists have actually you know done studies to try and prove and that is people don't actually want the things they say they want yeah yeah very obvious <laughs> there uh i think it was the wilson coffee company i can't remember it was one coffee company who like hired a psychologist to be like okay you know we want to find the best coffee to try and sell people and they did a bunch of surveys and everyone they asked said oh i want like a a dark rich roast is what i want because that's what everyone should want in coffee because you know that's like uh the proper adult you know uh sophisticated mm -hmm. thing to want in a coffee a dark rich roast but then they set out a bunch of coffee for people to drink after they took all their information and every one of those people who said i want a rich dark roast reached for something weak and milky <laughs> and i think there's a lot of truth in that that people will tell you one thing when they don't really want it yeah because it, they think it's what they should want yeah yeah it's it just boils my mind it's the same it was it's the same thing that happened with eternals yeah, where that was totally different that was exactly like what i thought an eternals film was going to be like and everyone much, hated yeah. it <laughs> Now, I like Multiverse more than Eternals, but yeah, I totally get what you're saying, where it's like, oh, yeah, you know, this one really tried something different, you know, really kind of flipped the script and everything on it there, and yeah, a lot of people didn't like it. Now, that being said, I did read a lot of people who got to see the movie way after the fact, after, like, you know, the fervor had died down, and a lot of people who actually got to, like, see it at home and on streaming, they're like, no, this was really great. Yeah, yeah. I think, too, it was more of a streaming experience, I think, is what it really was, too. I think, like, a lot of people where it's like, oh, yeah. this isn't really what I thought I'd get in a theater experience when I paid for a Marvel movie. But, you know, when you can watch it at home, when you can pause it, get up, walk around, really invest more in it. But, hey, that's just me. Yeah, that's true. Maybe that'll that'll be what happens with this film once it hits uh, probably home movie. Or it'll turn out like No Way Home, where it's, like, the worst thing ever in cinema now, because even though everyone cgi loved it, you know <laughs> yeah that that fucking gets cgi that they didn't know was cgi until they were told it was cgi in the special features <laughs> again this weird this weird again I, I i'll call it a brain worm is what it is everyone loved this movie when it came out it made all the money in a time of covid and basically saved movie theaters mm -hmm. it was this big you know like huge watershed moment for spider-man fans six months later oh it was actually bad and the worst thing ever and the batman is better and here's why yeah and now i'm seeing like people hating on the batman because this movie's yes. out it's like a cycle 
very much so. Again, people people just can't be happy with what they have. And in the back of my mind, I'm just like, be fucking happy we have these things. <laughs> do, do you know how much I would kill for back in the day for a three-hour Detective Batman movie? Or that anyone would make a Moon Knight show? Or that people would yeah. actually do, like, you know, a morally complex, morally gray look at Scarlet Witch? We are getting these things. <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> Are you never pleased? Or is this just because it's the internet and because the internet does a good job, you know, exaggerating and amplifying, oh, you know, yeah. contra contrarian negative voices? It's probably that. It's probably that because I, a couple of days ago, I saw something where, because obviously uh, Reed Richards is in this film, which means we're going to, we're obviously getting a Fantastic Four film coming out soon. And, and people are saying like, yeah, I guarantee you once that film starts coming out, the Josh Trank one, it'll be heralded yeah. as a misunderstood masterpiece. And you know, yeah. as, as it is, because they're already doing that with the first couple of Fantastic Four films that they're, they're fucking awful. Mm. Riv Wilson, the chat. I honest to God feel like I'm not allowed to not like movies anymore. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, you definitely are. But yes, there's definitely a thing on social media and Twitter where it's like, I don't even want to fucking talk about this. Yeah, yeah. But it's it is weird to see people like change like like the narrative changes six months later. Where it's like, but wait, I thought we all liked this last time. Yeah. What what yeah. happened? Yeah, what changed? Oh, you you watched the special features that revealed that how movies are made. <laughs> yeah, really. And also too, don't worry, Riv. We can all hate Morbius, so it's all okay. <laughs> yes, that's the one thing that will unify. That that that's our Doctor Strange killing Thanos, you know, and, yes. and bringing the dis <laughs> the you know utopic universes. Us hating that's all on Morbius. <laughs> Again, you see, really what they did, Sony, is give us a wonderful light to all gather around, you know, <laughs> left and right, east and west, black and white. We can all come together and hate on Morbius <laughs> in a day and age when we are more divided than ever. Morbius is truly the enemy that united us all <laughs> like the goddamn aliens in Independence Day. Yeah. We all came together. Yeah. Man, I used to think that was such a great scene in Independence Day where it's like, yeah, you know, no matter the problems in the world, if we were all threatened, Earth would totally come together to fight something. Oh, we can't even come together to fight a deadly virus? Oh, well, fuck me, huh? <laughs> Th thank you for once again proving to me that movies are wrong and bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> <sighs> it's, it's nice knowing a zombie situation, you would all be that guy. <laughs> got bit and didn't tell anyone didn't tell anyone all the one that like shoots someone in the leg to like so, so he can get ahead of him or something <laughs> rib saying their boyfriend had to watch more morbius for work oh i'm sorry <laughs> now again bf might be boyfriend or best friend i am not sure <laughs> either way he's trying to get that shit, shit. I, I run a comic book channel and i don't even want to watch morbius for work Oof, it's bad it's bad is isn't it out didn't it like come out already or is coming out sooner than people thought like they moved it up ahead like a whole month oh it's out it's been out for like a while oh is it really yeah uh, just, just no one like, gives a, like shit? a couple of months yeah and it just like oh. died off almost immediately because then because the director came out like the day before it came out it's like hey here's all the spoilers i you remember know, that yeah vulture all that bullshit and then yeah yes i remember that well, I think that's just about everything we can say about Multiverse of Madness. Uh, Matt and I liked it. I guess that puts us in the minority this time around, but that's fine. Again, I don't think it's supposed to be a movie for everyone. No, no, not at all. But I but I am surprised that people didn't pick up on all of the things that we picked up on just because they were 
they seems quite obvious. Yeah, like again, like not liking the movie is fine, but people's reasoning behind not liking it, I find weird and suspect. Very perplexing, yeah. Again, like, oh, it didn't honor Wanda's journey, it didn't do this, that, and the other. No, it did, though, when you think about it. It did, yeah. And also, in many ways, by having Wanda be infuriating, it's pretty much her comic character for the last 20 years <laughs> being infuriating. <laughs> always flopping back and forth it's in many ways it's the most honest adaptation because of that <laughs> i mean look if you're gonna write stuff about wanda that's the stuff in the comics to adapt exactly exactly yeah that's the thing uh i guess before we end for the night there we can talk about uh what's coming out this week that people can expect to read yes uh we got x-men number 11 speaking of x-men nice nice we got that coming out oh we got superman son of kal-el 11 nice the big Batman tells us what he's learned issue, yes. apparently. Yes. Uh, Moon Knight, Black, White, and Blood. Oh, is that starting? I thought that started already. No, it's starting this week. This is the Hickman Moon Knight anthology. Yeah, yeah. This really should have started when the show was going on, not when it yeah. just ended. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, I was excited to read it, but now that the show is over and I think that, it, you know, interest will probably drop it, off as it normally does. It's like how last week uh, Legend of Tomorrow got uh, axed and then this week they, yes. they put out their Earth Prime issue, which had oh. a lot of jokes about, like, catch us on Wednesday at 8 a.m., 8 p.m. Oh, and I'm Jesus. like, oh, no, that we can't really, though. <laughs> That's sad. Uh, Hulk versus Thor Banner War Alpha. That's a big crossover oh, that's shit. starting. I I haven't been reading Hulk. I would need to catch up on it. And I got to read The Last Thor, which was a big, like, 60-page anthology. I'm, like, halfway through that Thor book. And, yeah, it's it. it, it I would have had it's it up beefy. sooner, but it's, like, yeah, 60, 70 pages. And it's, it's quite dense. It's very beefy. Again, they got a lot of good writers in there. They got Aaron back. They got uh, everyone back. Yep. Uh, Captain America, Symbol of Truth, number one. That's the Sam Wilson one. Nice. Can't wait to read that. Loved the Zero issue. Yeah, it was great. We got Jurassic League from Daniel oh, Warren fuck Johnson. Yeah. Got to check that out. That one looks like a lot of fun. <laughs> uh, what else we got going on here? Oh, Justice League versus the Legion of Superheroes, which was apparently still going on this whole time. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. We're on issue three or four. Yeah. This yeah. is the third one. Yes. Yeah. It's tying in with the Great Darkness. I had no idea. I'll be damned. Well, the Great Darkness is a Legion villain. Yeah, true enough. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Uh, Batman The Night Compendium Edition, number one. I guess the first issue of The Night sold so well, they're releasing it in a new compendium. Yeah, it'll be like a director's cut sort of thing, yeah. That's cool. I definitely think it's worth it. Ooh, Blood Syndicate, number one. Oh, okay. From, uh, what is it, uh, Jeffrey Thorne, who actually follows me on Twitter and is a great follow, everyone, if you haven't. He just wrapped up that Green Lantern mm -hmm. story. Uh, where John became the Emerald Knight, became a yes. freaking god, and now he's writing this. Yep. So he's definitely one of those hot new talents who, you know, is really blowing up right now in a big way, so definitely check it out if you haven't. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's basically it. That's uh, everything coming out this week that I know I'm stoked for. Yeah, cool. A light week, thank God. <laughs> I know. Tell me about it. Ooh, Eric helping us out once again in a big way. Thank you, Eric. Oh, and Bland Man, too. We'll have to get to both of these. Uh, really hope Gillen does good job with Moira.exe. Oh, that's fucking funny. Yes. In yes. Judgment Day, because while I like Percy's X-Force, I feel the ball was dropped. Also, I've seen a lot of LGBT readers loved the movie, mostly on Twitter. Huh. 
that's interesting. I wonder why. Again, strong female characters, I guess. Yeah, and I guess like America Chavez with like uh, LGBTQ right. uh, representation. That's right. That's right. She has two moms in the movie. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, I'm sure you saw my tweet about this, you know, uh, Multiverse of Madness, the acronym is MOM. Yep. It was released on Mother's Day weekend. It's all about Wanda as a mother trying to get her kids back, and America Chavez has two moms. So this is officially the momest Marvel movie ever made. There's also that great line uh, uh, Wanda says to Strange about, like, uh, what is being a mother if not being magical? You know, like mm. bringing... And I thought that was uh, quite po uh, poisoning given what's going on in america at the moment a little bit little bit yeah tell me about it yeah it, it, it's different as the kids say yeah yeah it's real different uh bland man earth uh 838 joel loves green lantern 2011 skinny waller hates anything by simone palmiotti <laughs> earth a 838 uh matt loves snyder superman and king's <laughs> batman run <laughs> truly this is a dark multiverse <laughs> A dark multiverse indeed. But hey, if everything's backwards in that universe, maybe those things are good. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. How about that? Yeah, and in an infinite multiverse, they have to be good somewhere. <laughs> That's the real thing about if I ever get multiversal powers, I won't be trying to get kids back or, you know, take over the world. I'll just be trying to get good versions of movies that were bad. Yeah, well, see, that's the thing. All those, like, the side of Superman and all that, that's, like, fixed points. So, like, they always, they're mm. constantly bad. Damn. <laughs> Damn, can't change fixed points in history. Shit. <laughs> I hate that shit. <laughs> and on that note, everyone, I think we could officially bring the show to a close. Thank you so much for joining us. I know it's a different day and a different time. We promise we'll try and fix it in uh, the coming weeks there. But also... We might be changing days, but I'll let you know if that happens. I promise it yeah. won't be any later. Same time, just maybe a different day. Yeah. So there's my thing. Yeah. All right. So thank you, everyone. We'll be back again next time. Cool. See ya. Bye-bye.